You are changing your legacy. Those are the gold make the rules. Well, I'm helping families generate the gold. But the media makes it sound like those who have money are just greedy and don't care about anybody else. And if they can generate the gold, then they can decide who gets to live in homes. And if they have a lot of homes, then they can share those homes with people who need housing. What I should be worried about is how do I generate my money and how can I take care of the people I have influence over? The buy a house a year club comes out of that place. I've had people say, well, I'm in. Let me know. How do I buy a house a year? What's the first place I start? Well, the first thing you want to do is we've got a form. We're going to connect you to the real estate people in the area, the lenders in your area, contractors, property managers, accountants, lawyers. You need a whole team to work with you. So that's the first step. Second step is you want to talk to an a real estate agent, somebody in your area who really knows the market because you want to know the locations to buy, what's available in those areas, uh, what the average sales price is in the area where, um, cause if with that information, now you can go to a lender. The agent is going to give you a really good idea of the market. You want to get somebody who's truly going to guide you on this 10 year process of making generational wealth. Second, you need a lender. The lenders need to understand cash flow as well. And they need to believe in buying a house a year. They need to work with you. The options you have available, the type of loans that are available to you, the best way to take advantage of their services. But a local lender is super valuable to you. When you're negotiating with a seller, if it's an out-of-town lender, which nobody knows about, there's a lot of skepticism. But when you have a local, highly respected lender and the agent saying, oh, I know this lender, this is a good offer. Sellers will actually take less for your offer because of the lender. And it's somebody local. It's not a corporate company. It's a person you literally talk to one-on-one to know we are going on the right track financially. That lender, they're going to give you a plan, a budget. So you have everything you need to present an offer. And one of the biggest things you need is that approval letter. Without that approval letter, sellers won't accept your offer. Get a great lender. Third step, finding a local property manager. Now, property managers, that's a completely different breed. You need to find somebody in the area that will manage the property for you. You do not want to get involved in managing properties. It's a skill. It, there's laws, there's all kinds of things you need to know if you're going to be managing properties because properties are complex. Property managers take the complexity out of it. They're basically going to give you a profit and loss at the end of the year that you hand your account. That's what you want. You don't want to be going to fix these little things. And a good property manager is not going to waste your money. They want to keep your services. They want to make sure that you're happy with their services. And you're not doing that work. You're not running to the house at 10 o'clock at night on Christmas Day to fix that problem. They are. You want to treat this like a business. Day one, I know it was your home. You're providing a home for another family, but this is your business. This is a legacy. You want to buy great properties. They're not going to need a lot of repairs. That's why an agent is so helpful for you. You're going to have inspectors. The entire team is there to protect you on, the day, on day one. 
Now, when you have that property manager, they're there to protect you for the next 20, 30 years to make sure that that property is performing for you. When to raise the rents, when to move a tenant out, when to do repairs. You need a great property manager and the cost of a great property manager is so low. Do you want to go look for homes? Now, everything you're looking at on day one, that's been shopped through already. The deals come in two ways. One is they hit the market and maybe everybody's sleeping and you find a great deal and you pick it up. But I'm watching every day and a good agent is working for you and watching every day as well. So you want to constantly be watching the market. It's a pretty full-time job watching for the great deals. You're buying a home, getting for location, you're looking for great condition, and you want to find great cash flow. Fifth step, my magic recipe here in Reading. You want to simplify this process. And one of the things that simplifies is, what do I need to save every month? Now, national average of homes is about $370,000 for a home, for a house. What I say is budget $1,000 every month, and you're on the path to buying a house a year. Now, now that's a magic number because that's the 3% down for about a $400,000 home. As well as saving $1,000, you want to decrease your consumer debt. So there's a big difference between consumer debt and real estate debt. Real estate is like hiring an employee that goes out and works for you and maybe it costs you 20 bucks an hour, but they're bringing back 30 bucks an hour. So you've got to gain on that employee about $10. That's what real estate does for you. That's what providing housing to people does for you. You actually have a debt that makes you money. And I know there's a lot of talk about don't going in debt. Well, I agree. Don't go in consumer debt. That's stupid. Real estate debt's different. Worst case scenario, let's say you bought a house. The worst case scenario is you give it back to the bank. That's it. But you might not be able to buy a house for a few years. Well, it's okay. There's other ways to buy houses. It's set up for everybody. You can make good money, legacy money for everybody buying and holding real estate investments. You've bought a home. You're living in it. You have a letter from a tenant that wants to take over and lease your property for more than what your mortgage is. And you start shopping for that next property. This is where it gets exciting. Now you're on to your second second house. And this is within a one-year period. You could own two homes within a one-year period. Now, you're not making a lot of money. That's okay. It's after 10, even 5, even 4, you start seeing, wow, there is a lot of return in this. It's a 10-year stretch that if you could do this 10 years, you are changing your legacy. And once you've realized you bought that first house, now you're renting it and you're now buying your second house, that's the hardest part. Because you didn't know what to look for. You didn't know what to expect. Once you've done that first part, you have done the most difficult aspect of this buy a house a year club. From then on, it's rinse and repeat. Just keep doing the same thing each year. So people are asked, how do you connect with us? How do you get involved in this buy a house a year club? What do you need to do? Fill out the form. 
subscribe to podcasts, YouTube, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, just follow us everywhere. It's a free group right now. Take advantage of all the wisdom that is in this group. We're going to have people all over the country you can connect with. I'm Jerry, your real estate friend, and we'll see you in the next video.